laughs because this is our very first She-Ra If You're Ready episode. And the she I am referring to is us. <laughs> <laughs> We're She-Ra's. I'm Ariana Becker. I'm Lucy Backer. So if you're ready, today we are going to be talking about the number one streaming show in the world or in the U.S.? I'm pretty sure it's the world. Peacemaker by the Suicide Squad creator and director James Gunn, um, who is a trauma graduate. If you're not familiar with trauma, t-r-o-m-a please go look them up they are the creators of toxic avenger and all that good stuff but anyway that's where james gunn comes from and so that explains a lot actually if you're familiar with them with things that happen in suicide squad and peacemaker so we will be talking about peacemaker today yeah it's streaming right now on hbo max which seems like i guess a lot of people have if it's the number one streaming or you know of course people would never be watching this illegally <laughs> well hbo max has like the best content but it's like the worst streaming platform it fucks up all the time but they oh. have the best content so um i mean i had every idea because that's where i watched it <laughs> um but yes so wherever <laughs> you may watch it <laughs> <laughs> wherever you see this you know um we should probably mention that we are going to talk about the plot, the characters, the beginning, middle, and ending. So there will be spoilers. Yeah, this perhaps. is not spoiler free. And obviously it's only five episodes in at this time. Um, so we'll probably do another Peacemaker episode when the season wraps up. But um, I think we wanted to get our, what is likely a halfway point um, in the series ideas out there. Um, Cause it's just crazy, crazy, crazy. It's so crazy. I mean, so I guess I'm going to come at it from the viewpoint of someone who has not seen the Suicide Squad, which is kind of cray, 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 cray. And I'm like, Lucy's giving me- I'm like, you haven't? Oh my God. I have not. I am a weird, weird person. I I do- So there's plenty of people in your boat. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not because I didn't want to, it's just because I didn't get around to it, and it's a poor excuse, but. She doesn't, she doesn't watch movies, I, she's all about the series. I do watch movies, movies so. I, I do watch movies, it would be terrible to say that I don't watch movies. Okay, not like a ever. podcast. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying uh, your preference is for series where my preference is for movies, so this it is- makes sense that I would have seen the movie that you have not yet gotten to. Okay, anyway, but. So even though I didn't see The Suicide Squad, and this is an offshoot of that movie, I have enjoyed these first five episodes thoroughly, and I had no problem following the plot all the way through. So there is no need to first see The Suicide Squad, which I appreciated a lot. I, there, there was no problem following anything. It was very easy. And I was able to understand the characters easily. Um, so that, that was nice. I also was able to um, understand like the atmosphere and figure out like what was going on. And I think 
sometimes that's really hard, especially with um, movies where you have a lot of fans that are already built entrenched. up. Entrenched, yeah. Yeah, and they have expectations. Um, I don't know what those expectations were, but I, I like, I like. Um, I don't well, want to give com- too much. Go yeah. ahead. You, you, I was you gonna go. say I'm coming. I'm coming at it from somebody who did watch the Suicide Squad, and um, I actually really love that movie. I think it was a lot of fun. Um, the violence was up there for what you would want it to be for a movie of that caliber. Um, I'm a terrible mother, so my two year old actually also loves the end of that movie. Um, that's like hyper violent with a big ass monster, but um, <laughs> he sure. loves it. <laughs> so um, I'm I'm a big fan of the movie. And I liked Peacemaker in the movie, so I was really excited for the show. And I don't normally get stoked on shows. So um, even the fact that I've watched five episodes of it on track with their release is like big. Um, and I, I agree. It's definitely easy to follow if you have not seen the movie and you can still definitely get in on it. That being said, if you have seen the movie and you're familiar with that, even just that character and some of the... Um, like supporting characters that they more talk about uh, in the show and don't even show, um, you can even appreciate it that much more. Like they do a good job of including that information without making that a prerequisite, like Ari ah, said, yeah. and and without making it feel like you have to know exactly 100% what they're talking about with those people. You still understand what they're getting at when they mention those things, whether you're fully in it or not. So I do really appreciate that. I have liked it a lot. Um, I have some critiques, as I always do, but um, I think it's it's been fun to watch, and I'll continue watching this season and, and be excited for where they go with it. Let's hear the critiques. I want to hear them. <laughs> So my, my critiques would be that um, it's in James Gunn style. So like, I get why he does it, but I guess in the show format, it just gets very tiring for me. Um, the kind of banteriness that also starts to go towards like just yelling at each other. And so it's not as witty or it's not as compelling when it just feels like okay y'all are just yelling at each other all the time and I get it and some of it's funny but to me sometimes it gets a little tiring and it didn't it got it's gotten better um I would say the last like two episodes um it's gotten a bit better but it has traded off from that to a little I don't want to say sappy because it's not sappy, but it's just like now it's like okay, well, I don't. I also don't want to see you fucking people crying about shit all the time. So like, right. so okay, so which which actual scenes are you talking about? Because I honestly enjoyed the butt baby conversation. No, butt baby was great. Butt baby was hilarious. I, I thought I was I, a butt baby until I was fourteen. <laughs> so and that actually was reminiscent of. Uh, MacGruber for me because he was yeah. so serious in his beliefs of the butt baby yeah I, agree. I was almost convinced that I am a butt baby <laughs> you know and then all I'm of a sudden I'm, I'm hearing about butt babies everywhere like maybe it's an actual thing <laughs> um I mean not all babies are cute I hate to say it but mine already came out so I don't have that karma on me so <laughs> dare you okay but tell there me about the crying out there what crying? No, okay well so the crying just like ugh, even hardcore 
being like, oh, now I'm starting to love my team. And it's like, okay, it's getting a little, a little too weepy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the, when he was like reminiscing about how his brother died and I'm like, okay, that's okay. I don't hate this. Okay. But, but then, that was and then also kind was of like funny. crying about everything. That was kind of fun. That's they, they did interject. Like, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't hate it. And there's not like too much crying, but there's like some aspects of it where it's just like, I, I guess, and I'm fucked up for this, but I'm like, I don't need y'all to be like full characters. <laughs> All right. Yeah. See, that's your problem. You don't want to see the detail. You just want to see a little bit and then go on. That's why uh, you like the movies. You're just like, all right, I just want to touch the well, but The, the, the movies, you can get deep into the character without me I don't really want to seeing the scene where you I don't I just I don't need Adebayo crying in her car over it and then and being like oh I like him but I'm also conflicted I'm like I don't need to hear her say that I could already tell that based on what was going on so like the I feel like in shows always do this and that's cool but it's why I don't like shows it's just like things that I feel like as a viewer, you already pick up on, then it's like an extra scene or an extra two scenes that are just like, just in case you missed us trying to tell you this about the character. Now she's going to literally say it to you as she gets on the phone. That's different. I mean, actually having to, having a character say dialogue that describes their character or their actions is you know, lazy, like it is in a book, but that's completely different than the platform of TV versus- Well, no, because they, I feel like they always do that because even, you know, it's it's getting into the, so you could already tell that Autobio likes Peacemaker and they have whatever kind of relationship as far as like being friends or whatever. And then she hides that diary and then she's like clearly fucked up about it. And then she's in the car driving and she has to have that phone call to her wife where she's like, oh, this job is hard and it's fucking me up. And oh, I don't know. And basically say that she's conflicted. And it's just like, I feel like that's unnecessary. Oh, yeah, that's probably unnecessary. But but that's a but it's something that is, you know, you need to fill that time to an extent. So like there is enough of that. But you didn't though. But you didn't need to fill it. I mean, like what I found helpful was the explanation that Eagly actually liked Adebayo. Yeah, yeah. Even though he bit the shit (laughs) out of her finger. He didn't play her as hard right. as everybody else. Um, I will say Eagly is probably like my favorite character because <laughs> every time he goes and just brings some rodent to Peacemaker when he's sad, and he's like, thank you, I appreciate it. I- I'm not going to eat it though. And Eagly's like, just like, why? Yeah. But why? Why won't you eat my dead squirrel? <laughs> I do love Vigilante. Um, oh my God, he is my He's favorite. funny, oh. yeah. That first scene when you see him in the restaurant working. Oh my God. He's so excited that. that he's out of jail. And then he sees his coworker and he's like making an excuse, like, oh yeah, I just found out that my girlfriend's pregnant. And um uh, she's we're, having an abortion. She's having an abortion. <laughs> And that's and why you're happy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're having a party. Would you like to come? I'm not no, coming to your abortion, man. <laughs> I'm not coming to your abortion party. 
<laughs> and then even when you first see him in the outfit and um when he's like do you think i like shooting those people in the face and he's talking about like a smoker and something else and peacemaker was like no and he was like yes, yes i do i do we both do <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, we don't feel feelings like regular people <laughs> the sweet <laughs> the sweetest sociopath you'll ever meet yeah, exactly. And I liked, um, I liked when they went to go kill the senator that was a butterfly and yes. Chris was like really struggling with it. And a vigilante is like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Just baby bear, brother bear down, sister bear down, mama bear down. And here goes Papa. Oh, bear. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cobra Kai judo master. Oh He's my great. God, yes. I like uh, all of that. that I like no, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go. No, you go. <laughs> the funniest thing about that was right before we had watched that, uh we were watching like 90s wrestling where they had like the minis wrestling. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> you mean little people? <laughs> They called them minis back then, all right? <laughs> okay. They called them minis. That's and I, so awful. It's so, yeah, yeah. They called them, and I was like, are you serious? Like, people really did that? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. God. Well, and then Judo Master is funny to me, too, because I like that they're sticking to the universe and like you kind of forget that you're in that superhero universe sometimes when you're watching Peacemaker but they not and you know Vigilante fits in in a way that you could still forget it but then with somebody like Judo Master you're like oh yeah people in costume people in this garb people who have these either special abilities or special weapons or whatever that's just a very normal part of this universe and so the fact that this senator would have a bodyguard that's this judo master who's in this green spandex get up and like crazy actual judo master um that makes sense and yeah. like even if you you might forget that you were in that universe and then he shows up and you're like oh I'm in that universe that makes sense oh that's right yeah and like when the first time you see Peacemaker walk around with his helmet and he like goes to the restaurant to meet everybody and sits down with his helmet and they're like yeah dude you why are you why you don't have to wear that around just in full costume yes I do (laughs) it's so good Um, I do think we have to mention economist, um, chainsawing that gorilla. That was amazing. And the fact that vigilante, I knew vigilante was going to say something afterwards, but you know, or he could have just thrown the chainsaw to me and let me do it. Cause he knew. I literally just said that. my god but that whole scene with the gorilla was was so good because 
like you forgot that you heard earlier in so the tv at the dad's house has given things away two it's been foreshadowing two different times the tv at the dad's house when peacemaker first goes there it's like a fox news channel right but they're mm-hmm. saying oh there's an alien invasion blah 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 and sean's oh, just yeah. like oh it's gonna be aliens and i was like oh you know well maybe and then it totally fucking is and then oh. when peacemaker goes over there to get more helmets the tv is on and it's talking about a gorilla missing from the zoo so then I totally forgot about it either that episode or the episode before the tv said that and I totally forgot about it but then they go and they find this like butterfly factory where they're making their goo right um and then the gorilla shows up and I was like oh how did I forget about that fucking gorilla oh and it was amazing that when peacemaker put on his x-ray helmet he chose the x-ray helmet which was perfect and they went through that factory everyone was a fucking butterfly so he's like yeah autobio's sitting there trying to talk to people he just starts blowing them away and she's like the fuck and he's like x-ray (laughs) x-ray couldn't you just warn me i thought shooting them would be warning enough I laughed when she kept on shooting the people he already killed. <laughs> she would run up, <laughs> run up on them afterwards and be like, boop, boop, boop. He was like, you don't, you don't have to shoot them when they're already down. And then my brain, of course, goes to that zombie movie was a zombie land. He's like the double tap. Yeah, you do. Just I was thinking that'd tap. be me. That'd be me. Yeah, I'd be right? doing that. <laughs> she was just trying to get more used to killing people. <laughs> I did it. That's me. And I then at the end of that episode when she's like going back to the office oh my god and you already knew that he was a butterfly so you're just kind of waiting for that to run its course for somebody to find out and then she's drunk she's tipsy you know she can't sleep puts on that helmet just like oh my god x-ray and then sees him and is like oh shit (laughs) yep i didn't think he noticed at first but then like two seconds later i thought it was gonna be peacemaker that found out first that found out i did too i did too but um then when she did and she's amanda waller's daughter which nobody i guess on the team knows and amanda waller all right this would be the one reason to see the suicide squad is because amanda waller is the head bitch in charge of the suicide squads yeah i figured that she was some big head honcho i mean that that's one thing that i figured she's awful like it just, she's a terrible person but in the name of like keeping peace or whatever um but so like all the comments about her where it's like treating human life like it's nothing and blah 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 um that you know more you don't need to see the suicide squad to know that to like understand that just from context but in seeing it you're like oh yeah she is a piece of shit but apparently autobio i guess is her daughter so damn so that's how she got that gig or whatever. Um, I will say the vagina picture that they snuck in there too. That was hilarious. I, Cause I was caught off guard and I was like, oh, that was good. That was well played, well played. Um, <laughs> and I was like embarrassed for her. Cause I was like, oh no, I can totally see good. how and that would happen. And then like, but I also love how they played Cena as like, a lovable ignorant person um because there are there are people out there who who don't know things but want to know things and they want to be friendly um 
and there's no malice behind what they say honestly but like they just accidental bigot but you're not actually a bigot like you just say the stupidest shit and like it is mostly disgusting and hurtful and like just ignorant just straight ignorance um and in this case it's because he was raised by the white dragon but right you know I really appreciated that portrayal I like that and I will say as far as like representation goes I do appreciate like even though they make enough lezzy jokes and all of that like it's not not a punchline but it's as much of a punchline as anything else in that show and it's more of like it's a punchline the punchline about them being a lesbian couple is the punchline is always peacemaker being an idiot about it that's what it is else about their relationship is a punchline or highlighted really in any kind of way that would make it seem hey oh look at us we have a lesbian couple or and it's just a very matter of fact thing so I really appreciate that um that it's just a regular part of the universe and of the the people in that group and the only part that's highlighted of that is a you know the the sexy picture oh well whatsapp will automatically put it in your photo stream i didn't know well now you do and it's just like okay that's funny um (laughs) oh man so but yeah i appreciate that i i definitely appreciate that and um as i like you're saying i like the way that they position peacemaker it's just like he doesn't want to be racist. He doesn't want to be homophobic. He doesn't want to be any of those things, but he's an idiot. And his dad is like one of the biggest fucking white supremacist evil villains, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess, in history. So it's like, you can't help where you, how you were raised, but you can try. <laughs> yeah. And it'll take really understanding people around him to help him out of that. But he's, he's go- he, he'll, he'll get out of it if, if there are people I mean, around him that'll 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 help him out yeah and then he's still gonna be just like a total hateful douchebag because that's That's the character that's just yeah who he is but you know just like a dumbass douche why do you push people away (laughs) yeah i can't wait to see the rest of them yeah i agree i agree i think it's cool um i also um appreciate the um just the the stuff that they put in there the hair metal stuff I like the jokes about the androgyny of oh, them are these yes. women because <laughs> I've talked I've talked with my husband about that before we laugh about it I'm like it's weird because they were like super conservative and like homophobic but they also were like super androgynous so just the irony there is hysterical yes, but I love so and that goes with Peacemaker too that he would love those bands yeah exactly they did that on purpose that's a lot I know oh of course um, but yeah, excited to see where the series goes. Um, I'm not sure how many episodes they're planning on doing. Ari, do you know? No, I have no idea, but we'll find out. I'm going to assume 10 to 13 is what I would assume. assume. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure that it's going to be um, renewed for many seasons to come since it's so popular. But yeah exactly Ari and I might try and learn the choreography from the beginning and do a TikTok, but um I don't know because that it's you laughed and so said good. it wasn't serious choreography. That is serious choreography. Mm, I'm not sure so I could learn it. I yeah, it's fabulous. It. I love it. That and dance is the best. Maybe the crab part is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like the pelvic thrusting. Uh, yeah, That's also okay, very yeah. good. That, that is crucial. But then yeah, the Zoidberg kind of thing yeah. that goes on. 
was very uh, good. That whole intro is great. And the and the the score, the music. I like the soundtrack. It's just fun. Going back to the hair metal. And it's not just hair metal, but it's very rock and roll. And that's very my cup of tea. So like that. Excited to see where it goes. All right. We're done. We're cutting it here. Otherwise, we're going to go on forever. It's this true. bitch goes on forever. You can't get her to stop. All right. Anyway. Stop, won't stop. Get it, get it. Um, get it. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope yeah. you enjoyed the Shiras. The Shiras. Yeah. Because we are the Shiras, and I hope you were ready. Because <laughs> we ain't going to stop. <laughs> All right. See you next time, everybody. Bye. in life. Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentation of the women. Ah!